Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. I'm Nick Shields, and as always, you'll be hearing myself and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of ShieldlessMag.com. On today's episode, we have on the line Mike McCarley. Mike is the owner and founder of Javaro Wheels. He's also lived in Portland, Oregon for the last two decades now, and he shares with us some great stories of Burnside Skate Park shenanigans, as well as the history behind his wheel company, Javaro. We also talk about his trip to Japan last year and having a family while running a small business. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag us at ShieldlessMag. Also follow Javaro at Javaro Wheels. Cheers. another episode of quarantine call with shieldless mag this is nick shields and as always we got my partner in crime reuben barrick what's up reuben what's up everybody happy sunday how we doing doing well and uh on the line with us today is mike mccarley he's the founder and owner and printer and warehouse manager for javaro wheels he does it all. He runs the whole thing by himself. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Hey, Nick. I'm doing good. Uh, hey, Ruben. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. <dude. laughs> uh, good to be here. I wear many hats. It's true. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing this, man. Um, I appreciate you having me. Uh, we both live in Portland, and uh, quarantine, um, or, yeah, I guess the stay-at-home order hasn't been too crazy up here. I still see people out all the time. No mask yeah. and anything. Has, uh, has yeah, it, true. How's life treating you with during all this craziness? Um, it's it's surreal for sure. I mean, things are things are odd out there in the world, big time. Uh, it's like zombie land in some you know some parts of Portland, but uh, the apocalypse and you know, uh, <laughs> but uh. I don't know. Sometimes it's business as usual. Like people are at the parks, people are riding their bikes around, people walk their dogs, mm-hmm. somehow they get coffee to go and walk around with it. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, we just uh, went on a bike ride on the waterfront today. There was a ton of people out. Just uh, like nice. normal. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's not normal once you like start shopping for food and, um, <laughs> You're taking care of business for, you know, you and your people, but it's a trip. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, how uh, about you? What about you? Like you're, you're out of a job, right? Nick? Yeah. I, I, uh, I've 
can't bartend because obviously we're not allowed, none of the bars and restaurants are open. Um, I picked up this other warehouse job that I've been doing and just to cover some hours and make a little money on the side. But, uh, for the first like six or seven weeks, I've been, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything, just staying home. And like, we started doing these podcasts, but like, yeah, I was, I was just going out skating curves and whatnot because all the parks were closed. But staying distant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've have you a, been a able to skate at all, Mike? Too. Um, I've hit a few curb spots. Yeah. Um, with, you know, one or two dudes, just, you know, real quick, uh, just to get a fix. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's weird because, like, a lot of the spots are a go more than ever now. So, um, mm-hmm. that's pretty tight. So, yeah. Uh, New parking lots have like reappeared and have, you know, been whacked. The curbs have been prepped and like it's, it's been pretty fun. No bust, you know, they got bigger, bigger things to think about. Yeah. I saw there was this, um, DIY spot in Southeast that popped up for a minute. That was really cool. Like this quarter pipe in this back parking lot. And, uh, oh, on Powell, right? On Powell. Yeah. But it got taken out after like a week. Luckily I got to skate it. It was super fun, but uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see more stuff like that popping up around town. I mean, definitely, it's Portland, so um, <laughs> yeah. People get after it with regularity, which is great. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna ask how did how did y'all meet? Were you guys just like skating about at the local park, and you guys happened to run into each other? Or how exactly did you guys first meet? Through our homie Dan, um, Dan Evans, who runs uh, Have Love Little Travel, he he uh, share we share him as a sticker printer. He prints stickers uh-huh. for Shieldless and Javaro and Low Card and ton of other places too. And then uh, oh, yeah. Dan linked me up with Mike because Mike has a whole screen printing set up in his garage. He prints all the Javaro stuff out of there, and he let us. Let me come over and print a bunch of custom gear and stuff. It was pretty rad. Yeah. That was a crazy, it was a funny day. We, I put in some uh, some time in that garage, man, listening to reggae <laughs> and chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those shield of uh, baseball tees. Mutual friends. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Nick, Nick, Nick killed it for sure. Uh, I was impressed with what he he walked away with. Good looking. <laughs> uh, some good looking shieldless gear for sure. But yeah, Daniel <laughs> Evans uh, introduced us. Uh, Daniel's the the big homie and knows everyone and is just legendary, you know, soul and biggest heart of anyone in the world. And um, so he hooked us up and yeah, Nick brought me some beer and I <laughs> worked in the worked in the yard and he did some printing and uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty fun first meet I thought. Yeah, yeah, dude, that yeah. that that screen printing setup you got in your garage, like, is so sick. It got me inspired. I'm like, I want to get a garage so I can set that up, cut my cost oh, that's a funny. little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, you know, I I operate out of a super small garage as is, and it's funny though. When quarantine happened, I was like, well, shit, I need a project at home, so. I actually renovated the space above the garage 
in the in the attic, and that's uh, that's where I am now. It's kind of a, a bunker, a man bunker, and uh, <laughs> but I got my screen printing. I got my screen printing shit set up here now, so uh, oh, it's kind of a little more. Yeah, it's kind of a little more, you know, separate from all my tools and the wheel inventory. When uh, you know, which is like pallets high and you know forklift. Is, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> How big is uh, these? Uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I know it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I run everything out of this little, uh, you know, little space and in, in the house and yeah. So things are going. Things things are going well. Keeping the overhead low for for your company, which is real good in times like this. For sure, um, it feels good to even be a, a part of, you know, skateboarding right now. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody's coming together, but uh, big time. Javaro is not your your main gig though. What do you um, what do you do for a living? Um, I swing a hammer mostly. I renovate <laughs> houses. Um, the uh yeah i keep busy as a, a carpenter and do small uh, renovations i just did a, a garage remodel into a sort of an art space for this this old uh this old timer this armchair radical guy over <laughs> in the southeast and um very cool yeah i i stay busy just with uh building projects and uh and then yeah, so Javaro's the side hustle. Yeah, that's rad. What have you used those skills to like build ramps and DIY spots and whatnot? Um, definitely over the years, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm prob- probably built like 47 mini ramps in my day, and you know, twice that many launch ramps and uh, <laughs> uh, some DIY spots. A few here and there. Uh, I did. I worked on Mammoth Park, not the huge Grindline Park. Uh, um, have you guys been to Mammoth? I've been to Mammoth, but I haven't skated there. I've only been there for snowboarding. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, there's a massive Grindline Park there. It's, it's yeah. Enormous. But um, that before that show, yeah, that thing is insane. Uh, <laughs> But before before that, like years before that, it was a uh, there. There still is a small park in in Shady Rest Park, and I actually was responsible for getting that built. And uh, like with the funding for the city and stuff, and meeting with Parks and Rec, and getting the the green light to have the you know build a skate park. And it was a little dinky, you know, the asphalt pad with like some concrete. Uh, <laughs> Features added, but uh, I apparently it still gets skated today. I, I don't know. Oh, really? Uh, That's sick. Yeah, it's just janky little spot, but it's like it's you know where some skaters prefer to skate, I guess, in town. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that park that park's a bit intimidating. I think it's massive. Oh yeah, the big <laughs> one. It looks crazy. I mean, people are filming video parts there and shit. It's nice to yeah. skate like smaller stuff sometimes. Yeah, is that uh, is that where you're from? 
no, I I uh, lived there for two years, I think. Yeah, two years, like um, snowboarding and stuff. Um, Sick. I grew up in I grew up in North Carolina, but I uh, moved to California and tried out Mammoth Lakes for a couple of years just because I was into snowboarding at the time. The summers there are pretty epic, so I stayed and, and skated, and it was a pretty good scene there. But they didn't have a park, so I kind of got a got a park built there. So that's rad. And then from yeah. there, I dipped to Portland in '99. In so. Uh, Oh wow! I've lived here ever since. Dang. Yeah, like 20, 20, 21 years. years. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's a trip. What What was it like when you first moved to Portland and you got to skate Burnside? I mean, at that point in '99, were they still adding a lot of renovations and building different sections for the park? Um, the park was complete, like you know, pretty much contained. But they would um they would rip out stuff every every so often and like make it better. Like the punk wall you know, when I was when I first got there, the punk wall was like still cinder blocks and super gnarly and, and quick wow. and then they rebuilt that and, and then they rebuilt the they took out the the spine coping and rebuilt the hip a little bit and the Twinkie and stuff. So um it was mostly done but they've renovated quite a bit since then. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh was that like what brought you up here was like the parks and the mountains or what kind of brought, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean I always when I visited Portland it, you know years prior I was just like, Oh man, this this is pretty rad. Like people you know, I just the people were so colorful and 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 motivated and i was just like damn it takes some balls to like just start pouring concrete under a a bridge and and now look at it and everyone's just i don't know just so so wacky and weird it was it was awesome (laughs) yeah how has it changed in the last two decades since you moved here like the people Um, or the city at all um, you mean like um, Portland itself or Burnside particularly? Uh, Portland as a city. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, geez, it's changed a lot. I mean, traffic is like a real thing. And, <laughs> it uh, is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, cost of living is crazy. Um, uh-huh. Just I don't know. You can kind of. You can smell the money in this town now, you know, <laughs> fancier cars and, you know, uh, more plastic surgery and stuff, stuff that, you know, typically <laughs> wasn't associated with Portland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I've only been here a couple of years now, but I imagine all these like newer high tech apartment buildings weren't around and there wasn't as many young folks from California? <laughs> well, I mean, it's always been a young town in, in my experience, but it's just, oh, cool. uh, yeah, the urban density is just like, you know, all these big buildings going up and um, it's just the landscape. There's always cranes in the air, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, over the city just building new shit. And 
I, you know, I get it. It's a beautiful place. I, I love it here. So I understand yeah. why you'd move here. And we're all <laughs> transplanted. Not, we're not all transplanted, but a lot of us are transplanted. So yeah, no, yeah. there is, there is like sort of a vibe of like, uh, people from California suck and blah, blah. Like I hear it once in a while, but then it's also the other side is like almost nobody here is from here. So you can't really say like, who, who yeah. can stay and, and who can't or whatever. I mean, it's just people yeah. complaining, but it's kind of <laughs> for <funny>. sure. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's never that's never going to end. Um, <laughs> people complaining, but you know, you like on a on a Blazer game night, you'll see, you know, half the crowd in Warriors jerseys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, or Lakers jerseys or something. Well, stop right there. I'm not going <laughs> to let you say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, if I mean, that's how it is in San Diego, too. It's just full of people who aren't from San Diego. And so it's like the same thing. So I moved yeah. up here and people from here moved down there. It's just how it works. Why did you move up here? Um, you know, I uh I was always interested in Portland like when I was in high school and stuff, you think about like what you're going to do afterwards and I was like, you know, what are the cool like skate cities like San Francisco and Portland and like uh I always saw Burnside footage and all the other cool parks up here and uh and yeah, it was just like every time I saw a video in Portland, I was like super hyped on it. And, um, and then I was like, man, if I ever get the opportunity to like move up there, I'm, I'm going to take it. And then the brewery I work at was announced that they were going to open a spot up here. And it was like a no brainer. Like there's an opportunity to move there and I have a job and I can afford it. And why not? And so I just did it. And, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to be riding my bike and like skating Burnside every day and getting really good at training. But then the crowd I started skating with like goes to Ed Benedict all the time and like I skate more <laughs> manual pads and ledges than ever. And I guess I've progressed yeah. a little bit in that, but it's kind of funny. I went like the opposite route, but when I get a, when I get the chance to like explore, like I've been to like most parks within a 10 mile radius of city center so it, it's definitely, definitely. Been cool been worth it yeah dude i mean just mashing around on bikes in portland is like the best thing in the world mm-hmm. especially in the summertime you know it's 10 o'clock yeah. at night it's not even dark and oh dude that's awesome and, yeah yeah that tricked yeah. me out when i came to visit nick and experienced that for the first i was like what the i was like it's 9 30 and it, we're just at the bar right now just chilling and it it looks like the sun is just about to set that like it was after we had a session at uh at burnside too i think we went to wayfinder that's the spot right nick yeah yeah oh yeah 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 uh-huh yeah, yeah. you guys are doing it right that's how that's how you do it <laughs> yeah that is. <laughs> that's a good call um, Good job, boys. What are your <laughs> What are some, some of your like favorite parks up here, like outside of Burnside? Um, 
Jeez, I really like Mini West Lynn. You ever been there? Dude, that park is insane. I don't know. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the one that's like a park inside a park that looks like a Tony Hawk level or something. Uh, no, this is like the, the, the tiny park with only a oh. pyramid and a flat bar and a quarter pipe. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of a different Westland park. Yeah, there's, there's major Westland, which is like oh, okay. in the, in like the, in the subdivision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that park is crazy. It's super good, for sure. <laughs> um, but there's a little, there's a little tiny park. In this, like, just the city park that has, like, a basketball court and a field and a playground. But there's, like, a little tiny skate park. And, I mean, it's, it's kind of whatever. But it's, <laughs> it's in such a cool, it's, a, it's in such a cool little zone that you just go back there and barbecue. And we've had, like, countless, you know, birthday party ragers back there. Just, oh, it's sick. Just, yeah. That's right. It's just sort of hidden and, like, no one, no one talks with you. and. It just, you know, anyway, uh, but real parks, I like, um, shit, I like, um, I like Glenhaven a lot. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, what else? What's the one in Southwest? Uh, Gabriel, pretty fun. Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been there with the big, like, kind uh-huh. of planted wall. Yep, yep, on yeah. the hillside, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, skate parks. I don't know. There's St. <laughs> John's. So St. John's is good. Yeah. Uh, St. John's is crazy, man. That bowl is gnarly. Just dropping in no, on that thing yeah. is like scary. Yeah. It's not every day you want to ride a 20 foot pipe, but like, <laughs> you know, but I did when you do, it's there. Uh huh. When I went there last, there was some like older dudes blasting and like doing hand plants and stuff and i got so hyped i was like dude i want to do that like made me want to pad up and like go there in the morning and try try and learn how to skate pools but i'm too okay, yeah those are my people yeah those are my people <laughs> come come join come join the seniors out there yeah <laughs> I, know, dude, I, I need i can like drop in and maybe do like some slashes and stuff but i would love to learn like Little backside and frontside airs or whatever grinds. It looks so fun. Yeah, I I know I know Willis Kimball fucks that place up big time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That dude's insane. Um Yeah. Yeah, there's so many good parks up here. Like even Battleground or Tron or Estacada. Battleground's great. Yeah, Estacada, I for, yeah, you, you forget, you know. It's like <laughs> There's so many, dude. You just like go in any direction and you'll run into one. It's um, it's true. We're blessed. <laughs> when did you uh, uh, actually start Javaro Wheels? Um, you know, we say 2006, but excuse me, honestly, it was 2007. <laughs> um, There's a little. <laughs> that or the idea was well, accepted. Yeah. Um so it started in Shrunken Head skate shop. Oh really? um yeah, so um it was sort of the house brand at Shrunken Head and Shrunken Head opened in two thousand six. So Javaro kinda 
I don't know. It had its first run in probably 2007. So mm. it's yeah, been, it's been going. It's been going since then. Full, you know, like full steam ahead. And you were part owner in Shrunken Head, right? Yeah, right. Um, I in opened the it up with right. I opened it up with with Justin in 2006, and then in 2011 the partnership dissolved and. And um, he kept the retail uh, shrunken head store and um, part of the the uh, breakup of the business was I would take Javara Wheels. And so that was sort of my half of the settlement. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know, I guess I'm not gripping boards anymore, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still got to do something creative and, be a part of skateboarding, which is rad. And yeah. you know what it's like to have run a shop, so trying calling up shops and getting your wheels in there might not have been so weird, maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, um I don't I mean I kinda miss shop life to some degree for sure because that's where, you know, people come and, and start their day or whatever, you know, just you know, coming through and, and seeing Everybody at street level is rad, but, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work and, uh, I'm stoked that Shrunken Head's still there for sure. Cause, you know, skate shops in, in Portland definitely need one that, you know, uh, that fits that, um, that profile, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, there's quite a few shops in Portland and it's like, they're not that far apart from each other, but they still all kind of serve their own little section, which is interesting. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, they are pretty close. It's true. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. always – because, like, I mean, in San Diego, there's a fair amount of shops, but San Diego is, like, a fairly big city. But it's, like, everybody's – it's funny to see, like, who goes to which shop just – um around here. I don't know. It's like, oh, that's a shrunken head kid. And like, oh, that's a cow's skate right. dude. Like, <clears throat> yeah. It's, the it's a little clicky. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, I know, Ruben, what shop do you support in San Diego? Uh, well, for the longest time, uh, I support Route 44. Um, those are all the homies. It was right. a skate, is a skate shop uh, and a record store, and they had their own. Yeah, I love I love that spot. Yeah, man. Yeah, those all my friends that work there are fucking great. And uh, now they've relocated, but it's cool because uh, they're also selling boards and running uh, Route 44 in a vintage shop now called Pack Rat, and they also sell records there as well. So. It's definitely a little bit more cool. of a dynamic space and yeah, but I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends, uh, work for skate shops. So, I mean, you know, depending on where I'm out skating or what the deal is, I mean, I, I definitely just try to support everybody and like spread the wealth, especially now. Like, I think it's really important to like help out all of your friends that either run skate shops or work there. So, I mean, like if I'm skating up in Vista or if I need anything there, like definitely hit up Mike Brick at House of Vista, grab stuff. I got mm-hmm. friends that work for Pacific Drive and a lot of our friends work at Slappies as well. So yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. just try to try to support everybody as much as possible and 
especially now, like, cause they've been making a lot of these, uh, they've been making these shirts. I don't know if you know that guy, Mike Gigliotti that runs Lottie skate shop down in, it's in LA. Um, but he yeah. offered, I, yeah. I know, I know Evan. Yeah. He offered to do this series where he would do artwork for shops and then they were able to do a collab and have t-shirts. So they've been selling those. And, uh, we talked to our friend Ed that works for Slappy's Garage in San Diego and he shoots a lot of photos and helps contribute for a lot of material and content we have on the site. Um, and it, it was cool when we were talking about, it cause he's like, Oh, you know, collecting all these shirts right now, they're kind of like, it's like, you know, like collecting a timestamp or like a time capsule on this, on the events that are happening. So, you know, I got one shirt from Slappy's that has the artwork and then I got one from House of Vista as well. And it's like, supporting all my friends and like it's cool to kind of have those and look back on and still make sure everybody is you know feeling uh feeling taken care of during this time yeah that's true i mean word up for sure 100 percent uh the shops need support more than anyone right now you know yeah yeah do you Um, i remember go ahead go ahead no, no, oh, I want to hear it. Oh, I, I remember going into Route 44 once. I think we were down in San Diego for a trade show. Like uh-huh. Back. Okay. ASR. I, maybe, I, no, it <laughs> wasn't. Crossroads. It wasn't. It was Crossroads. That's what it was. Okay. Nice. Okay, so we went into Route 40, We went into Route 44, and I think I walked out of there. And I'd been in there before, but, like, this was one of their newer locations. Maybe there was, like, second or third location. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but anyway, I walked out with a pair of winos, like the shoes, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and, like the pri- the prison winos, and then uh, a two dollar uh, Doctor Doom uh, record, and <laughs> nice, and like a and a sheet of grip, and I was like, oh man, like this is such a interesting <laughs> skate, skate shop experience. I love it, you know. It was so rad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's dope. You probably spent like twenty bucks, maybe. Like, <laughs> well, the wine. I think the, I think the winos were like twenty bucks. Or oh yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, it was just like, dude, where where else do you get winos? It's like, <laughs> I, yeah, it was, and it it's not like the America wino. It's like these like weird kind of slip on canvas shoes, aren't they? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're like. They're like prison shoes, you know. Yeah. Like maybe they don't make maybe they don't make any, make them anymore. But it's just like the simplest, like made in China shoe. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's a yeah, there's a there's a pro or not a pro shoe, but there's a America shoe that's a wino and yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you sell your wheels to any shops down there at the moment? Uh, Route 44, for sure. Oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, they're very, uh, like, smaller brand-oriented and, like, skater-owned companies. Like, I know they sell a lot of Scram and those dudes up in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, big time. Anybody else um, down think, there? Um, I mean, I'm not sure, like, through a distributor, they might get some wheels. Uh, we're... Um, but uh direct I saw the Route forty four because of um fucking Brandon Perelson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
um, he hit me up and he's like, Hey, we haven't had your wheels in a while. We need a restock. And I was like, dude, yes, of course, you know, <laughs> um, but that kid's the man, you know, and oh, uh, dude, he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's- um, of course, like I'm going to, I mean, hook up the best shop I know of in San Diego and, <laughs> you know, the fact that, the fact that Brandon was like reaching out and being like, yo, like we need some wheels and, you know, that was yeah, cool to hear from him. We, we used to, uh, we used to hook him up back in the day. Um, <laughs> Sick. He had an ad, like we had a one ad in low card and he went on a trip with us once and we were, you know, just big fans of his skating and, and just his attitude. It's just so rad. Yeah. He's he's a solid dude through and through, and yeah, he's he's really been holding it down right now through quarantine. I I've I've been seeing him at Washington Street. He's been putting in some new tiles and fixing the transition over the love seat, and yeah, man, it's rad that you know taking the time to like make improvements there and trying to make it good and skatable and fun for everybody. He's definitely good about like giving back to the local skate community and making sure to support that and give back in any way he can. Nice. Well, have him on your podcast. That's my suggestion. <laughs> I would yeah. love to. I, I don't know right? if he would be down to do it, though. <laughs> he yeah. might. That would be great. I would love to yeah. hear his opinion on all that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, Javaro, you said, kind of started as, like, the house wheels for shrunken head is that mainly why you why did you guys make it a whole nother company and rather than just having wheels that said shrunken head um um damn nick that's a good question um (laughs) (laughs) investigative journalism Um, (laughs) i don't i don't i think i don't know i think uh we were just trying to like um expand the potential of like maybe graphics and and names and stuff like just to have a bigger like canvas to work with or something i don't know does that sound too (laughs) arty or something but um i I mean since skateboarder dna to like do creative stuff so sure makes sense yeah yeah and i think I had heard somewhere that like creating a brand from a word that like like a new word in or a newer word in the in the language can be helpful because people are like oh they're they're curious like what is it you know huh. like if it's just like if it's just like jump truck you know well you know what jump <laughs> truck is but yeah so, right. so like oh what so, is this. What's this Jivero? J- 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 what is this, this Jivero thing? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, that makes sense. But it all ties together. It all ties together. It's like Jivaro or Yivero is like the the tribe that shrinks heads in the Amazon. So Yeah. Ah. Just starting to make that connection because Yeah, I didn't, so one before hand I met you, the other. Yeah. I remember when I met, when we met, you told me about what Javara was and what it meant. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Like, I was, like you said, I thought it was just like a random word that somebody yeah. made up. But it's actually yeah, it like an of... Amazon tribe, right? 
Well, it, I mean, it's we sort of bastardized the the pronunciation of it. Oh, but, uh, yeah. You know, I think in Spanish it's uh, Ibaro, but mm-hmm. like, um, but yeah, I told you it meant redneck, right? <laughs> and, uh, I think so. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we 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 found out later that like in certain countries that speak Spanish, I think maybe it's Puerto Rico or Guatemala, or <laughs> like uh, Javaro or Ibero is like mountain people, so like redneck, you know. So it's sort of <laughs> it's sort of a put down, I think, if you're like you know hillbilly fucking. Navarro people, um, and I thought I thought that was amazing. I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, that's awesome." I love that. So that's kind of dope. Just adds to it. Yeah, it just adds, I don't know. It just uh, makes makes it even cooler in my mind. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> Did you know what that name meant, Raven? I mean, yeah. like, Ruben, what do you, I mean, we kind of have the same experience, but I'll ask you, like, what do you know about Javara Wheels, um, just being from San Diego and living in Santa Cruz for a little bit and whatnot? Have you, what, what experience do you have with them? Um, what do you mean, like, with, like, seeing like, them personally or? No, just like, did you, have you just seen them around or? Has been on your radar? Did you know what it meant? Or? No, I no. This is the first that I had ever heard, which is why I'm stoked because I always like to hear the stories behind the brand names and like why why it was started and named that way. Um, but no, I mean, I I mean, I definitely had seen them in Route 44 and like around before I had moved up to Santa Cruz and before I had you know gone and skated other places. But yeah, it's uh. It's it's always dope to hear the origins of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty sick. I I like I like to hear that people have like you know seen it around and not just like oh yeah I saw an ad in low card once and you know, <laughs> it yeah. was like whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know when um like your for how small your operation is like people probably think it's a lot bigger than it is and. uh I remember I told my friend who grew up in Portland, I was like, yeah, I went to Mike's house to print some shirts and like he runs Javaro. And he was like, really? Dude, that's crazy. Like Javaro is so big. Like that's he, like, he was so stoked. Like growing up in Portland, <laughs> I was like, he's like 22, 23. He was like, that's like a big company or something in his mind, which is rad. I was like, hell, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I have a daughter who's uh, just turned 18 in this, this quarantine situation, and I always call her uh, the heiress of the urethane empire, you know, and she's just like, <laughs> she's just laughing, like, oh, my God, like, if people, <laughs> you know, and people comment like, oh, my God, it'd be amazing to inherit that business and she's just like rolling her eyes like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Does she uh, skate at all? Uh, no, she's not a skater. She uh, she got introduced to skating early on. I think probably too early, and she took uh, <laughs> a she took a dive right to her face, and like oh uh, no, just 
lunch meat, like her whole grill, like her teeth are intact, but like she just like really went face first onto the asphalt when she was maybe like four years old. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm not really a skateboarder dad. And I was like, okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You're, uh, um, but she's, uh, super into dance and, uh, she's going to college, uh, whatever that looks like. We talked to 2020. Um, yeah. and she's gonna, um, you know, take the world by storm. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and leave the urethane empire to me, I think. Just let me, <laughs> let me have it, you know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, uh, Ruben, did you have a, a question for Mike? Yeah. I was going to ask, where are the wheels made and how do you find, or what's your connection in order to get the wheels in production and sourced? Um, the wheels are made, uh, in Virginia, uh, Great. in the U.S. of, in the U.S. of A. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's no secret, like, this place makes a ton of wheels for other companies and, uh, ha- and they've made wheels, for, you know, forever in the 70s, mm-hmm. since the 70s, I think. And, oh, wow. um, yeah. And so, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't so hard. Cause I think like when we started in 2007, it was just like, well, these death box wheels are sick. <laughs> and do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do remember so they had, they, yeah. They had like these awesome, like dish cut wheels, um, that like just held up super good and was awesome urethane. And, you know, and we we're like, well, where are these made? So we found the source of that and we were like, well, we want this shape and this size. And I mean, that was, that was kind of the easy part. Um, yeah, that's right. They, they supply a lot of the industry with wheels and, um, mm-hmm. you know, they take yeah. out ads in Thrasher mag and Thrasher now. So, yeah. Um, so, you do they buy print find the graphic on the wheels for you too? They do, yeah. They have yeah. A, a person. They have a person who does, just does printing. So, um, mm. you know, the wheels get made and then they get printed and shrink wrapped and and shipped to me um, in Portland. So, you know, it's just part of the cycle is put in your, you know, give them your specs and give them the artwork and then, you know, get yeah. the wheels and get the wheels in it, you know, a month later or whatever and, uh, and try and get, get rid of them before they turn yellow in your garage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I hate yellow wheels. <laughs> yeah. A, a common problem you have? Uh, no, I have, I have some, uh, <laughs> cli- I have a climate, a humidor, a climate control, uh, light, sensory deprivation tank that I keep them in. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So. Sounds, sounds expensive. Right? <laughs> yeah, I I can't tell you any more than that. So. <laughs> the secret yeah. of Javara wheels. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to, industry. <laughs> you're gonna have to sign an affidavit, Nick, after uh, after this conversation if you ask any more questions. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, but you know, I got one guy. 
I got one guy, um, Ryan Lutz, who uh, I I hook up. He lives in Berkeley, uh, or he lives in Oakland. Do you know who Ryan Lutz is? Sounds you familiar. Guys here? I don't know. Yeah. Ruben lived I, in Oakland uh, for a minute, so he yeah. might. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I, anyway, he has this curing process. Like, when he gets wheels, um, he, like, leaves them outside and in really? the weather to, to, to cure. Like, he likes them yellow. Um, but the longer they sit out in, in, in these, in these conditions, like the harder they are and the more he like can ride them longer. I don't know his process. You'd have to talk to him about it. (laughs) You're all giving you free wheels. Just ride (laughs) I mean, I can, I can send him the yellow ones if he's like, (laughs) yeah, there you go. He just makes them more yellow. But I heard like (laughs) people put him in, people put him in the freezer and shit like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I remember seeing like pros do that in like back in the day. He did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Mark Appleyard or something put his wheels in the freezer. Yeah. 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 He's got to put those put those uh, those rickers on ice. You know, cool. <laughs> keep them keep them to a, a cool like you know uh, fifty one degrees. <laughs> Is it yeah. important for you to, that they're made in the U.S.? Because I'm sure it's pretty cheap to just, like, order wheels from China or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of this stuff has been outsourced to China, and um, there's a place for all that. But, like, the wheels that are made in Virginia, I was born in Virginia. Like, the people like can you know talk to on the phone they're just like super nice and accommodating and i you know business with them is awesome and the product's great and there's only been a few times where i've had to send wheels back because they were wrong or whatever it's just you know it's just been you know a good product and i i'm it's not about making money it's just about you know backing mm-hmm. what you sell yeah. Dude, what's your opinion on uh, black wheels and colored wheels? I see you don't really have any of those in your lineup. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, one one time uh, we uh, I ordered, I changed the, the color on a graphic to green. It was like blue, and I wanted it green, and I told the guy at the plant, I was like, I want the green, I want these green wheels. So he sent me not a green graphic, but a green wheel. So I had, <laughs> like, you know, all like these boxes of green wheels showed up. Yeah, whole order. And uh, I was like, fuck, I don't do colored wheels. Like, what What are you what? doing? Like, you didn't you know? I don't, I'm not, I didn't mean green wheels. And it was my fault because I wasn't, like, more clear. And then. Did you go? I, 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 well, yeah, I showed, I showed my homie. I was like, dude, look at these wheels. I can't. He's like, no way, those are sick. Like, oh. <laughs> He's like, dude, I'll take, I'll take a set. I was like, dude, those are really. And I don't know. People, people rode the shit out of them. So, hell yeah. Uh, but you never talked to me them personally. Again. No, I mean, maybe I get a request to do some, some colored wheels, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I ride the natural ones, and I think they look. The best, 
Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I guess I kind of keep it, try and keep it like classic uh, setup style, you know? For sure. I, I back the white wheels. I, I think it'd be weird for me looking down at colored wheels. They're like, when people ride the wheels that are like four different colors, that that's the goofiest. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine, buddy. <laughs> it does. It looks like a clown board or something. I, yeah. Black wheels can it's, be kind of cool, but I don't think I'm yeah, enough for that. I rode some black wheels uh, one Halloween at Burnside, and because uh, I had like set up a board for Halloween, you know, like oh, my yeah. new setup, you know, <laughs> and um, I forget it was like I don't know anti-hero board and like some black spits or something, and uh, and I felt kind of hash and but. Yeah. After that setup, I was like, nah, I don't know. Black wheels are not for me. So, <laughs> skaters, or at least me, like, we're pretty superstitious about our setups. So, like, switching anything up like that is, like, kind of like a scary thing. Like, like I always write oh, Bob Grip, and, like, I'm afraid that if I put Jess up on a board, that I'm going to get hurt. And, like, it's probably all in my head. But if I did get hurt, I'd be like, it's because I didn't have mobs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, straight up. I can't I can't ride a creature board anymore. I wish I could. <laughs> I, love, I, I love creature. Did you get hurt? Yeah. Yeah, creature took me out at at uh under the bridge one day. I I was riding a Sam Hits board and I I fucking love Hits, you know. And oh yeah, graphic, the graphic Yeah, the graphic was sick and like the shape was cool, but I just I don't know, hung up and like fell to flat on my hip and like my hip is already so screwed so um i was just like fuck creature you know and ever since (laughs) are you yeah i can't i can't do it i can't do it (laughs) are you the kind of um skater like if you get a bad injury on a board you just retire that board and set up a new one once you're healed up um Probably not. I probably kept skating it because I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fruit. I'm kind of a frugal guy, so I was like, well, fuck creature, but I, <laughs> I can't afford a new board for a while. So I, just, uh, I can't I just, wait I just to take this board out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure, like, I didn't skate. I didn't. I'm sure I didn't skate for like three months after that because I got broke off big time. Jesus, yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. What about you, Rube? Do so, you retire a board after a gnarly slam or something? No, I feel like I'm kind of the same way. Like I try to, I try to ride them out. I mean, unless I like got broke off on it and like happened to break my board in the process. I guess it just depends on the situation. <laughs> but yeah. more, right. more often than not, it's my body that gets broken than the board. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ruben's yeah. really good at skateboarding, so he doesn't Same. have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. not true, dude. Yeah. I, the, when I came up, dude, when I came up to see you and we went and skated at Burnside, I got broke off on the on the punk wall. I tried to do a frontside air to disaster, and I was coming close to oh. on a few tries, but I like, man, I was feeling. I was feeling pretty good. People were out there. They were skating. I think they were having some beers for Hubbard. I think because like Monk had just passed, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so like we were skating. We were having a good time, and yeah, I was just trying to go 
I got a little too excited and I ended up running it out, ditched my board and like slammed my shoulder into the flat bottom. It was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, damn. But, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then you focused your board after that? You focused? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, that's funny you say that. I was having a conversation. I was out skating today with some friends, um, and I was telling I was that came up because I, I don't get anger enough, really, to focus the board anymore. Like, I, I don't think I've focused the board in a long time, and I don't even think I can anymore. I don't think my legs are like even strong. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't skate that as often as I used to. I maybe skate, you know, once or twice a week. So for me, it's it's all about trying to make them last, and I, and I just don't get angry enough. Like, for me to be out skating, I'm just so hyped enough to be able to do that. Even if a trick is working out or not, I mean, obviously, I get a little irritated, but I just, like, I just appreciate it and take it as it comes now. I, like, Definitely not out trying to focus boards and, and, you know, cause a scene. And I, I feel yeah. like to do that at Burnside is just a, it's not proper, it's not proper etiquette. Like if, if you want to find a way to get yourself kicked out of the park that's not your local park, like that's a way to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I would never yeah. disrespect the people that hold it down in that space and, by acting like a total asshole and, and doing something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely just drank beer and sat down and watched everybody else skate and still had a good time. <laughs> yeah. That's he was in Portland for like three hours and then like nearly broke his collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Is that, is that the only time you've been to Portland? Was that one? One time um, for three hours? <laughs> no, I, I had, uh, I've been up other times since then, and I actually used to go up a lot as a kid because we had family up there who would come visit pretty much nice. every summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I would go skate. What's that? Is that park in Beaverton? You guys were talking yeah, about that's the earlier. Tron Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember skating there when I was 12 or 13, and I, I really liked that place. And, yeah. I'm, but, yeah, I try to come up every now and again. I would love to come up soon nick and i were talking about that but it's just it's so hard right now with everything going on it's like you know want to like yeah get out there and and travel but it's just doesn't really seem like the best time to do it you know just got to wait it out maybe give it a few months and and see where we're at yeah time comes Uh, yeah absolutely uh just patience is a virtue right now i think Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, speaking of, Ruben mentioned Burnside being like kind of kind of looked out. Um, a lot of skateboarders are like they're intimidated by Burnside by like a physical aspect because it's like hard to skate. Mm. But a lot of people are also yeah. intimidated because they hear all these stories about it being so like gnarly and stuff. Kind of like Washington Street has that stigma too. Being here for like yeah. two decades, have you seen anything like super gnarly go down at that park? Like, like not just trip wise, uh, but like local wise. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I I don't know where to start. Like, I've seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. Us a I've story. seen some. I've seen some. I've seen some crazy fights, you know, uh, and stuff like that. But I'd say like a faces of death type of situation was uh when um 
dog boy came, drove his uh, Subaru Brat into the park <laughs> and, um, what, and was, was going up the big wall, the, you know, the back wall in the, in the, at the far end of the park, going up uh-huh. the big wall and like faking down, like in his car. And, uh, and then he's like, someone needs to get on the hood and, and fucking, you know, ride up on the hood of the car and then jump off into the tranny on their board. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, and you know, all of us were just like, yeah, right. No fucking way. And then, uh, Dave Tobin's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And, you know, dog boy was all like Burnside, Burnside, you know, it was like, this is, you know, you get kind of calling everyone out. Like you're a bunch of wussies, you know, like let's turn it up. Let's <laughs> do something really, da- <laughs> let's, you know, give me danger, give me danger. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dave Tobin gets on the hood of this little Subaru and homie punches it and he goes up and like fakey rocks the back big wall basically what bottom no way hits hits the like rear bumper and (laughs) pitches dave pitches fucking tobin off the hood you know and basically (laughs) to basically to flat like from the and then almost runs over him with his car. Oh, like came, no. <laughs> same, came so close to like running over him. Um, wow. And there were so many people, there were so many people there. And like, it was such a rad session. Like it was <laughs> super mellow and just like the energy was good. And then this thing happened and he's knocked out cold. Um, no, I mean, his, you know, he's, his wife is like screaming, like bloody murder. Like, what are you doing? What, what are you guys doing? Like, you should know better. You know, you guys are grown ass men. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, so it was like, get the car out, you know, immediately get the car out, settle, you know, the driver of the car down, call an ambulance you know, try and revive Tobin who's like laying on the flat, you know, and just Jeez. like the hugest session killer. And I remember like we just all went to the slammer, which is this bar and Yeah. Right up the street. Up on yeah, right up the street on Stark and after like everything got cleaned up and he got taken away and, you know, we knew what he we knew that he wasn't dead, you know, we were just like Oh my God. I keep replaying that in my brain. Are you guys doing the same? And and they're just like, yes, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I was just like, Oh my God. That was like, you know, you know, it's funny. Like we had a super eight camera going that day. I think, (laughs) I think Willis, I think Willis Kimball had it. And, um, uh, and I have, I have like some footage of that day, but I don't think anyone filmed the actual event, but it was, it was, it was really scary. And thank God he's okay. And, uh, you know, everyone's, you know, somewhat 
<laughs> okay with how, how things went. I mean, I think, you know, nightmares probably still occur uh, as a result, but <laughs> that's I, yeah, it was, it was so gnarly. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Uh, thankfully you can't drive a car in there anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that that shut it down for sure. <laughs> yeah, that shut I'm, it down. Yeah, I'm sure those Halloween uh, skate jams get pretty gnarly too. I've never been to one. Yeah. Oh man, you should come this year. Thirty thirty years. Uh, it's gonna be oh, incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna go off. It's it's gonna be bigger than ever, and uh, it's always it's always fun. Um, but you know, Burnside itself is kind of a watered down version of what it used to be. I mean, the park scene. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but you know, I, I didn't catch it at the beginning when it was super gnarly and I've heard that like, you know, 25 years ago, it was just like really, really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not Great in man. a very good area to start with. So it doesn't attract the cookie cutter people. No, no, soccer moms and right. stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's it's still one of the funnest parks to skate. I mean, mm-hmm. hands down, you know. Yeah, I like going. I haven't been in a while, but because uh, well, all this quarantine thing, I heard that it was shut down. But uh, I like going there like early when there's like nobody there. And, there's not like any pressure or anything because when I go and there's like a ton of dudes that all rip and are like hitting the big wall and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I need to be here. <laughs> yeah, um, there's, know if there's, I should just there's heavy, stay. heavy rippage that goes down, and uh-huh. on any given day, it's just like the gnarliest. On day. any given day, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of like Washington Street too. Have you ever skated there? I have, yeah. Um, I I find it pretty hard to skate, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, to show up and, like, have one afternoon with it, you know, every couple of years is, like, not enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't – that wasn't, like, my go-to park growing up, but I went there enough to where when I moved here, I was like, okay, I can get around Burnside and, like, hold my own. Where like a lot of skaters are and like won't even drop in. I'm like, no, I can like air a hip or something. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I think Burnside is like a mini ramp to a lot of people who skate Washington Street all the time, you know? Yeah. (laughs) The the weird thing about Burnside, um, or the the thing that I find that makes it a a little harder is that it's like slightly uphill. So like trying to hit that hip, like you really have to pump and like try and get your speed. Yeah. But you yeah. can't really tell that in the footage. I love that hip. That's the best period. It's so fun. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the, yeah, that place is joke. Um, Rubes, did you have a, another question? Yeah. Just I mean, we've got a lot of questions, but <laughs> yeah, if you want to yeah, ask one. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Well, just bringing it back since we were talking about Javaro, um, you had mentioned the graphics that get 
placed on the wheels at that facility in Virginia, uh, are a lot of those graphics ones that you design on your own, or do you have uh, oftentimes a lot of guest artists that help contribute to produce graphics as well? Um, I think it's um, almost exclusively guest artists. I, um, oh, sick. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I I dabble in a little bit of, of drawing and, and arty stuff, um, but I think the ideas that I have can, you know, be, be rendered better by, by people who, like, have a, you know, better skill set um, with, you know, pens and, and, and stuff. So, yeah, I, I have a, like, a pretty good solid list of people who have helped me throughout the years regularly. Like I'll, I'll say, you know, yo, Greg, I need, I need a, you know, another Trump graphic. Are you feeling it? And, uh, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I kind of, I hit up people and ask favors of people and sometimes <laughs> people reach out to me and uh, say, Hey, like, I like what you do. I, I'd love to like show you some concepts or like send you a sketchbook, you know, some sketches or whatever. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then it goes from there. So, um, it's, I'd say mostly me reaching out and, you know, saying, Hey buddy, got it. Can you do me another favor? You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you do uh, I'll like send the... you that? I'll send you that large t-shirt. I swear. I'll send you that large t-shirt. <laughs> I promise you. And those green wheels are coming. <laughs> yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Do you do a, like the graphic design of like placing it on the wheel or whatever? Cause I mean, not every sketch is like perfectly made to fit a skateboard wheel. So, right. Yeah. Do you do that portion um, of it? Like once you get the art? Um, I try, but honestly, like my, uh, Adobe skills are so, so whack that, uh, <laughs> I, I usually, I usually get help with that because I know people who, who know those programs can like do it in five minutes and it was yeah. five weeks. Five weeks to like, you know, um, just change one simple, uh, color in it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, I really should learn some, <laughs> some, some, uh, some skills on the computer, but, you know, um, I just, you know, I have other things going on and, oh, yeah. People, I, I have such good support in, uh, my art department, you know, it's, it's amazing. So That's hats great. off to the, to the ladies and gents who helped me with that. Any, uh, favorite, um, wheel graphics you've come out with over the years or have? Currently? Um, well, I, I really like the, um, stunt fetus graphic <laughs> that, uh, that French did. Um, I guess. The stunt fetus sort of, I heard someone in Portland talk about, oh, the stunt fetuses at the park, you know, are driving me crazy. <laughs> They're like, you know, they, the seven-year-old dropped in and did, did like a, you know, a 540 second wall. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> stunt fetus, that's such a funny name. So 
I I told uh, I told my buddy French, who is an artist who lives in England, um, about it, and he's like super down with the the brand, and he's like, oh yeah, let's draw it up, and so I was like, so it's essentially just like a little devil fetus, you know, with an umbilical cord, and he's wearing a a, a rector elbow pad, and. Uh, <laughs> And he's and he's smoking a cigarette, and it's just like such such devilish little wicked French art. That it, it, it I epic. thought that one was awesome. That didn't that one didn't sell that great. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know, like the 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 Trump series. Like I've done two Trump. Trump wheels. One was like Mexican, him in a sombrero with a Mexican flag, and the next one was Russian, <laughs> like him in like a you know big fuzzy Russian hat. And, um, yeah, I don't know. But... <laughs> Everyone thinks like, well, I've heard like just dude, just leave him alone. Like don't don't even you know give him that sort of energy. No one wants to see his dumbass face on a wheel. Yeah, um, but. Uh, it's funny. I think it's clever. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know. I have. Yeah. I, we're working. Okay. Dan, Daniel Daniel Evans and I are working on a, a, a newer one that I think is hilarious. But yeah, um, to make an orange wheel. They, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> That'd be uh, pretty sick. I like the Modelo one you guys have. I mean, that's like a classic skate industry, like rip off a beer logo, but. It looks good on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That, bla- that one turned out pretty good, too. The blazer one's pretty sick, too. I love my blazers. I, I'm I'm missing some basketball right now. i got to be honest. Yeah. Is I that know. your best seller, is that blazer wheel? I bet it does well. Um, It does pretty good, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, 52 isn't for everyone, for sure. But, um, <laughs> you know, that graphic, I think, speaks to a lot of portland and, for uh, sure maybe not yeah. in other markets right not in the, <laughs> the lakers market where you guys dwell <laughs> i i you know i never like had any allegiance to any basketball team or any sports team really and i moved here started going to blazers games and there i was like these are super fun like i'll be sure i'll be a blazers fan fuck it i don't know yeah you know, like I don't really know anything about basketball, but it, I like to go into the games. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know, Portland gets behind their team big time, and that's what yeah. I love about Portland is they just they just get behind shit. You know, that they're like passionate <laughs> about stuff. It's true, yeah. soccer, and basketball, and yeah, beer and yeah. beer. Yeah, we. Um, yeah. <laughs> what size wheels do you ride? Not fifty twos, I'm um, guessing. Not, not fifty twos. <laughs> um, uh, I'm riding. I'm riding fifty fives right now. Fifty five. Nice. Yeah, that's what I got yeah. on. Do that's you? Uh, what I ride yeah. too. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Good. You are. Do your riders like special request like sizes, or do you just they get what you whatever you send them? Um. They usually just get what they get. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, I I've made I've made a fifty one before because um, 
Josh Anderson in Seattle is like, dude, I, I can't ride 52s. I need a 51. And I was like, oh, you're killing me. 51. Okay. It's a funny difference, huh? Yeah. Those wheels. Yeah. Those wheels got yellow because they, they stuck around for a while. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard moving 51. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. now I've talked him up to a 53. Now he's on 53. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone's happy. I'm comfortable yeah. with sending in wheels now. Yeah. You know, I just, I got to say, skating a bigger wheel size, it makes a, a huge difference because if you want to have a setup that's more versatile, something that you can skate transition with, something you can skate on some rough streets with, if you're skating some crusty street spots, like, it's good for rails, it's good for locking in on things, and your wheels just last longer. If you ride a 51, that's going to turn into a 49 in a month or two, and you're not going to yeah. be that happy with it, but you know, <laughs> riding, a, riding a 53 and then when that would dwindles down and gets smaller, like, then you, you just have it longer, and um, and it just feels better. Yeah. You can, you can get through spots a lot easier that way. Straight up. Yeah. Do you guys ride hard wheels? Are you riding like 101s or 99s? Or do you fuck with 95 or 7? Um, I, I heard the kids, I heard the kids are going softer on the wheels. I, I usually like the harder wheels, um, just for like that little extra slide and, um, yeah. And like no flat spots and feel like they last a little longer, but, up here, I feel like I probably need some soft wheels because, especially now, I've been skating like the rough parking lots and stuff, doing slappies down yeah. at Esplanade or Franklin and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, those Franklin, those Franklin curves are fun, huh? Dude, so fun. Yeah. Now, that's like my new favorite spot. What about you, Ruben? One hundred and one or ninety nine? What do you got? Yeah, I feel like I'm. Probably more towards 101. Definitely something a little bit harder and firmer. Um, yeah, that's that's usually my pick. I was gonna yeah, ask you guys. Yeah, too. same. Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys. Like, do you, have you found that skating during this time you're going through setups faster than you would normally, or do you do you feel like because there's been more time to go out and explore and check different spots that you may or may not have skated a lot? Um, had you not been in this quarantine period, like, do you feel like you're going through this product and your setup much quicker than you typically would? Hmm. Well, you know, I focus my board after every session these days. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> out, out of out of frustration with this this crisis we're in, you know. Just like, ah! Hey, you gotta you gotta um, get that you gotta take it out on something. So I get it, man. I get it. I you know, but I'm gonna stop doing that every every day. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm like I've never I've haven't focused the board in like 18 years because I I'll get like I'll get a I'll get a heel bruise you know on it I'll be, <laughs> yeah. like that that'll that'll take me out I'll like roll my ankle or something and just like oh how'd that happen oh you tried to focus your board like an idiot <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. You don't want to feel stupid but, for getting angry in the first place and then and hurting yourself in the process. Because you always get hurt on the dumbest shit, am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true, dude. 
That's yep, very yeah. true. Every time, but, no, I, had, I, I set up. Yeah, a, yeah. Um, I set up last me forever. I, you know, I. That's dope. I don't set up. Yeah, I don't set up. I mean, I don't. You know, I. I wish I could say I skated four times a week, but you know, mm-hmm. like Ruben, like I'm. I'm lucky if I get one or two days a weekend. Yeah. Yep. I've definitely been going through. Well, I don't know. I guess I go through boards pretty often because I'm a bigger dude. But I definitely I've been skating a lot more, so I definitely have to have a board and and wheels in quarantine. Has Ed Benedict been busy? Uh, dude, I've so I haven't been working for like seven or eight weeks now, and I've been to Ed Benedict once, like a week or two ago. And it was like normal day, like pretty decent amount of kids there. And I was like, uh, all right, this is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. so I've only did that one day and I've been sticking to the, the curbs and whatnot, uh, the DIYs and stuff. Nice. Cause it is a little weird. Um, it's just like a social awkwardness of just like, uh, yeah, oh, I know. people. Exactly. But like skateboarding is, yeah, like it, it can be distant. Like you don't have to be like near anybody. So yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, if you are near someone, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> but you roll, you roll up to the park, and somebody wants to give you a high five in like the first couple of minutes or whatever. You know, just like some whatever kid that you see there all the time, and you're like, oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> So what do you do? Elbow bump or like yeah, go for it. <laughs> I just yeah. roll away. I just like oh, yeah, dude, I just keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a trip. It is. Uh, <laughs> what are you? Well, you mentioned like hardness of wheels. What is? What are the wheels that you make? Are they all? Do you stick to the same um, hardness on on all the different shapes and stuff or? Are they all different? Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's mostly 101. That's like 90% 101. Um, like the, the Modelo ones that you're talking about, those are, those are 78. And that's the only cruiser, like soft wheel I make. But, um, mm. oh, the beer run. Uh, we made, sense. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've done a 99 in the past. And um, I wish I could do more 99s and maybe even something softer. It's just I got to sort of pick pick my poison. And, you know, I, I'll i have like maybe eight or ten wheels going at once. So, you know, I can't please everyone. And the 101, <laughs> yeah. the 101 sort of like, I don't know, it just it kind of it has a certain type of skater that knows what it does and I guess just people who know that that's a good hard wheel then that's what they go for yeah do your wheels uh, do Javara's like do you deal with flat spots at all or does that um, does it it happen sometimes or are they never no no ever no one has ever flat spotted a Javara wheel really I'm kidding. No, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you sounded pretty yeah. bad. I was going to believe you. I know. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, I mean, of course, like, people say, you know, you'll hear, I'll read comments, like, 
on social media like oh i i, I flat spotted those first first day they suck you know, <laughs> and i'll get and you know i'll get kind of kind of butthurt about that and just sort of you know yeah. cry a little bit to myself but like whatever you know wheels wheels are going to flat spot um yeah. It's a, it's okay to cry too. So but, I mean, that's it's healthy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you gotta get your cries out, Ruben. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's the nature of the game. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know any wheel that's not ever gonna flat spot. But you know, I I like that the the, the company's been making wheels since the seventies, and they're made in the U.S. and uh, they're good wheels, you know. And sure, mm-hmm. there's going to be there's going to be issues with uh, spot spotting, and sometimes we, you know, we had some manufacturing issues where they were like kidding out, and like there wasn't a curing, wasn't the proper curing stage at the plant or something. No, had to send yeah. them back, but like, but you know, like by and large, like the wheels, they're high performance skateboard wheels, and we'll show whatever that means, but. Yeah, you know, um, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not trying to talk shit on the others. <laughs> some of, I mean, some of those wheels just don't look cool, do they? Yeah. Some of no, they true. Like yeah. they're just. I don't know. They look like Mickey. They look Mickey Mouse. <laughs> do you yeah. have you ever made a wheel with a core? to it like uh some of them have like a different no. colored core or like a plastic right core. no I, those are pretty I crazy. Haven't. I I think think some I when i was a kid ah uh, no nah, probably not okay <laughs> i i know like sometimes the urethane will like hollow out kind of like around the core and then you just got a busted ass wheel yeah yeah i I've, I've had that happen where the core had slipped off of the urethane and then it was just the core by itself and like the whole wheel basically came off and separated. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has has this whole quarantine like pandemic thing affected um, Javaro at all? Has your what orders gone up or down or any difference or um, pretty much you know it orders have gone up and it's yeah. it's insane but yeah because when <laughs> I, in march when like you know it first kind of sunk in that like wait this is this is not a drill this is for real i was like oh well that my small business is done you know i i, I can't i can't go on like Who's gonna, who's gonna have the money or the time or the whatever to skate? Like, I, no one's gonna be skating, right? Like, well, we'll still be <laughs> skating, but no one's gonna be, no one's gonna be buying the shit, right? Cause it's like, nobody's you know, our economy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, I was wrong. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I like the web sales have gone off. Um, my distributor in Japan is like selling wheels like crazy and is like, dude, I need more wheels. There's no wheels over here. There's a shortage like in all of Japan. Like, yeah, like I need more wheels. Like what you sent me has already been like pre-sold. I need more. And I'm just like, what's 
Yeah, it's insane. And I'm just like, wow, this is so rad and such a blessing to be like, to have skateboarding, like be such a huge part of what's getting me through this, you know? Uh huh. That's rad. Um, yeah, we, it's so rad. We talked to some people from zero skateboards and they're pretty small operation nowadays. And they, yeah, they said their business has gone up too. Yeah. Um, who'd have, who'd have thought that like essential businesses, you know, uh, <laughs> would, would, would be, would be like curbside drop off at a skate shop, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you think everybody just got their, stimulus check and was like i'm getting a new board <laughs> i mean uh um, i know skaters. some people like that for sure cause I, yeah cause i know i know how skaters operate for sure but uh um i don't know i don't know is it gonna is it gonna end is it gonna burst the bubble and we're gonna be back to you know riding those shitty yellow wheels that are all cone and flat spotted in the, in the, in the milk, in the, in the, you know, in the shoebox or whatever. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to, trying to enjoy, um, being engaged and being involved in skateboarding. And like, I'm still going to the post office regularly and still shipping boxes and, you know, making new wheels because there's, you know, a shortage and you know, my inventory is low and I'm just like, Oh, like what new stuff can we do? And I don't know. I'm, I'm super inspired, you know? Um, have you, have you been printing anything, uh, in this time, like doing any new runs of clothing or koozies in your garage? Or um, attic? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I just kind of got it set up like fully a week ago and like got my, my inks out and like my stereo going. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like print some stuff, you know, um, finally like get to it. And I, I did a little like run a koozies, um, and a couple of shirts, but it's so hot and stuffy up here. <laughs> like, oh, uh, um, I need to get some, some ventilation going. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, your humidor is a little, little humid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we need we need we need to adjust the uh, yeah the, the <laughs> setting on it. <laughs> yeah, but, well, yeah, I have some ideas. I have some good. ideas coming that I I think um, might make for cool shirts. We'll see. Um, Hell yeah, it's always fun. It's fun to just print your own stuff just and like you know look at the stack of shirts and you're like hey i i printed that and you know some yeah. some kid in like sioux falls is going to be wearing it next week it's pretty <laughs> yeah it's so it's a cool process too just doing it and uh like putting the labor in it's pretty rad yeah yeah it feels it's hard though. <laughs> it's hard for sure. But my inspiration was always like, um, Discord Records in, in Washington, D.C., you know, uh, punk rock label. Just growing up on the East Coast, it was just like, oh, well, these guys just make the music and have their own label and 
you know, it's all just, it's, it's autonomy, you know, and they just, they don't, uh, rely on anyone else. They, they, you know, just them and their friends doing it. And I thought that was, that was so amazing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that kind of DIY, uh, aspect of skateboarding is, is what drives a lot of companies and just skateboarders in general. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's our tribe. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Um, you got another question, Rubes? Yeah. What's this? What's this I hear about you having beef with Amazon Prime? <laughs> um, beef with Amazon Prime? Well, yeah. I I don't know. I just read some stuff about Amazon, and uh, it's just it seemed like an easy target. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you. That made... guy. That... Go ahead. Because I made an Amazon Crime. Sticker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just thought it was super clever and uh and kind of snarky. But uh it is. That guy's that guy's becoming a trillionaire. You know, he's gonna be the world's first trillionaire. And, oh wow. Uh, yeah, I just think that's obscene, you know, like that that amount of wealth and I don't think he's necessarily giving back <laughs> you know, a reasonable portion of of the money he makes to like, you know, making the world a better place. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I just, I don't, I try to avoid the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you try, do you, uh, it's hard. Try, yeah. It, it is hard. What's your opinion on kids buying skate gear off of Amazon? Do they do that? I think so, man. Dude, they you can go on there and <laughs> yeah, buy sure. boards and trucks and I'm that, sure yeah. some kid some kid wants a board and his mom types in skateboard to yeah. Google and that's the first thing that comes up. Wow. Yeah, right. Um I mean, you know, not every not every kid uh is gonna have a Route forty four in their neighborhood or, or a shrunken head. You know, sure. um, or, you know, whatever, FTC down the block or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like, maybe the kids will learn later that that's not where they should be buying their stuff, but, uh, you know, skateboarding is skateboarding. Uh, if you're doing it, then you're on the, you're on the path to finding out what's really yeah, you know what's really real in in some parts of our existence. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you can't find Javara wheels on Amazon. I'm guessing. No, not not <laughs> not at this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, that's right. I was I was kind of hoping for like some sort of decent assist from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the on the Amazon crime, so they could you know, because I don't know any publicity like that could be good for me. Yeah, that would be good. You just gotta send some to like every office that they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
So it's that it's that old Rocco. It's like the Rocco, you know, the Rocco way. Just that's uh, yeah, that's a good but, one. A good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all it's, it's it's what you know is skateboard. It's woven into the fabric of skateboarding for sure. For, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about that just pan trip that you did with fixer skateboards. Um, was I think was it last year or the year before? Yeah, that, that was that was that was in September. Yeah, of 2019. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Yeah. So not too long ago. How how did that go down? Yeah. Any good stories from that trip? Um. Just. Uh, Stories, I don't know. Uh, just the overall experience was incredible. Like the, we had the sickest crew and everyone just got along. And, um, uh, in fact, I just saw an edit from it. Um, oh, one yeah. of the dudes that went, this dude, yeah, this dude, Mark, who went with us, um, was filming a lot, but no one had heard from him like much since the trip. And then, um, I just got a, glimpse at this edit he put together and I was just like wow that was seriously like <laughs> such a, a rad experience and the edit turned out super awesome and I hope people get to see it at some point but um, uh, I don't know stories just connecting with old friends I'd been there once before and um, and I guess once you make friends with someone over there like your homies for life because they just came out and like came from far and wide and they were just like so happy to like see us again and just hang out. And, um, I don't know. It's just like an incredible warmth over there. They're just so hospitable and just like, they go out of their way big time to just like make sure that you're having a good time and you know, you're well fed and, and you've got what you need and, I don't know. It's just, it was just awesome. Yeah. Did you bring, uh, some of your riders out there with you? Yeah. I brought two guys and then, uh, Fixer brought three of their guys and then a couple other, um, just homies, uh, from Portland and Seattle tagged along. And, uh, and unfortunately, uh, one of the dudes I brought, um, Josh, Anderson from Seattle got hurt second day. So no, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was bummed, but he made the the most of it. And um, but we just thought like, oh, dude, he's gonna stack so many clips because like he just, you know, he eats up weird spots and he's just like such a creative skater and can't wait to see yeah. what he comes up with. And he just, he just like folded his ankle like second day and that was that was a bummer but um yes yeah, so we just mashed around on bikes like all over osaka and then um took the train to some parks outside of like to the east and then uh rented a van and drove around hit some diys and um i don't know it's just like incredible scene over there just like people of all ages women and men you know just colorful cast of just 
skateboard, hungry, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, they just eat it up, you know, they, they get into shit like 10 times the, the stoke <laughs> levels that we do, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, Ruben's been out there before. Uh, oh, you yeah. have? Where'd you go? Uh, so, yeah, we went. We pretty much went all over. Um, we stayed in Tokyo for, I think, a night. And then we were kind of in all the outskirts. So we were in Shibuya for a little bit. And then we did take one of the bullet trains out to Osaka and then briefly checked out Nara and Kyoto for a bit. But nice. yeah, uh, yeah, talking, hearing that trip and, and hearing you talk about it is definitely making me want to go back. I, I loved it out there so much. And, it is. It's definitely one of my favorite places I've ever been to. Same. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Let's let's yeah. buy those tickets. Yeah, let's survive. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's that easy. Like, it's it seriously like people were kind of tripping. Like, well, where are we going to stay and who are we going to be with? And and people who had been before that went on this trip, they were just like, dude, just chill. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They they got us. They got us, you know, like yeah. like that. Just they they got us. Don't, you know, you'll see. And so <laughs> we're all just like, dude, let's go back because they got us over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. so sick. And that's and that's how it's, it should be because it, it should be reciprocated. I mean, you go and see people overseas and skate with them and they welcome you in and, you know, that would be that same you know, that would be offered if people were to come into your neck of the woods and you're showing them around Portland and showing them, you know, around your neighborhood. That's that's how it should be. And yeah. that's why skateboarding's so red. Exactly. It's the best. I mean, I try and do that for people who I meet um, in Portland, wherever, you know, Burnside or at a spot or whatever. Like, if I can put you up, dude, I'll put you up because I would, you know, I'd want the same sort of love you know it's just it's incredible it's like it's true it's it's just priceless you know it's love it's tough sounds fun man you may make me want to go out there in DIYs you should should do it yeah I I I recommend it I recommend it when all this COVID stuff passes I'm trying I gotta get out of this country for a little bit I was supposed yeah, to be yeah. right now. Oh, that's right. You told me you were trying yeah. to go. Uh, um, we were going to go to, like, uh, London and Paris and, um, like, Glasgow and and me and my girl. And, yeah, we had to cancel our trip and everything. So Did you I'm have like, it booked? Yeah, we had flights booked, like, back in, like, oh, December man. or January, but... Ended up getting canceled, so we got like full refund on them, which is pretty cool. That's um, good. But yeah, we're itching to get out and like go somewhere. <laughs> I think yeah, travel is really important, and skateboarding just makes the world you know that much smaller. And uh, I don't know, it just opens your eyes to so much. <laughs> So much rad, you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Fixer Skateboards, which is local skater-owned company up here. That's pretty dope. Is there 
what other um, like smaller skater owned brands do you back that you think people should check out? Um, definitely check out uh, Fixer. Their their shapes are are pretty uh, unique. I think these days um, they got some good stuff going. Uh, mm-hmm. um, who else locally? Jeez. Uh, there seems I don't like know. a um, few local brands like Capture and and uh, what are that's Facade. right Capture yeah I mean I don't know the dudes uh, but I know they're like small and the uh, Scram is out of Seattle which they're getting a little bit bigger it seems and they got Brandon Perelson yeah. and Chris Cope and Marcel so <laughs> yeah yeah they, they got well. a heavy <laughs> heavy crew yeah uh, yeah. Jesse Lindloff does an escape for Scram. I think he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ripper. That, that's yeah, I love yeah. that kid. What about uh, maybe even bigger brands? Like, what kind of brands out right now? Do you think uh, hold true to like your style of skateboarding and what what you look for oh. in a skateboard company? Like, who who right. are your inspirations? Um. Um, I mean, like, currently you're talking about in 2020? Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll um, be currently, and then if you want to say maybe yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the obvious ones, like, uh, deluxe stuff and, um, you know, doomsayers. Uh, I like what, um, uh, oh shit, killing floor. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's yeah, what Josh uh, for, right? Yeah, exactly. I I totally mm-hmm. spaced it. Um, I like I like what he's doing. Uh, his aesthetic is is really awesome and uh, super rad, dude. Um, John uh, Vitale, who lives here in Portland. Uh, great wood, good art, solid team. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just the little guys, you know, Scram's rad. I just, <laughs> Nolan's such, uh, just people who have a vision and want to just like, you know, see it through mm-hmm. and, and make something that, that they can back, like, you know, on a personal level. And I mean, skateboarding is, it's so huge now, you know? Yeah. It's, it's uh, there's anyone, so many. Can, anyone can like. There's co- there's so many, right? Yeah, yeah. There's so many companies nowadays, which is awesome. I mean, geez. Yeah, like, definitely a lot of board companies, and you know, I don't see too many people starting wheel companies. So, <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, because I don't know. You can't reinvent the wheel. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally. So what they say, yeah. What? Yeah. So they you, say, is is it hard with like Bones and Stiffire kind of like seemingly dominating the market? Is it hard to to run a wheel company, or do you just find that niche of skaters that want something different and local and whatnot? Um, it is hard, I think, but. Like it's not hard because 
I think, like you said, it's sort of a a, ni- a niche market. Like it's kind of apples and oranges, you know. It's like uh, I think skaters who want to like seek out the independent, you know, like DIY brands, you know, do and they can easily get that stuff, you know, more so now nowadays than ever before. So um, it's, you know, it's easier to back it. Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, people who ride bones will probably ride bones for life. You know, <laughs> I, I can't, like, I can't win over those people. Um, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's 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 hard, but like I I think um, like there's a place for it now more than ever. So um, you know, I'm stoked to be little guy <laughs> for sure. Do you um, have it, any advice for any skaters looking to start their own little company or anything? Anything that you've learned through through the years of doing it? Um, I think, um, you know, slow and steady may win the race. I think, I think maybe don't, uh, come in too hot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think looking back, like, um, we kind of had stars in our eyes starting out. We're like, oh, well, we're going to reinvent the wheel, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And, but there's such like brand loyalty and, you know, people are sort of weary of, of the new, you know, un, uh, proven sort of startup companies. But I don't know. I think you can't expect to hop in and hop out like Wu-Tang say, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you know, yeah. you gotta stick it out. You gotta build a foundation and, and sort of like not, uh, not blow it out. You know, yeah, right. Stay humble and do it for the right reasons. You know, um, yeah, definitely do it for the right reasons because the profit margins in skateboarding are horrible and and always will be. They so. are, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta love you gotta love it and uh, be be of it. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. That was sick, man. Um, yeah, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but uh, Ruben, uh, do you have any last questions for Mike? Yeah, I just I was curious. Um, I mean, with running Navarro and having that occupying a lot of time, and the fact that orders have been busy, have you found time for any other new passions that have been sparked during this quarantine period, or are there any other things you've been doing to stay busy during this time? Uh, new passions. No, I have a list. I made a list. Like if, um, my daughter and I actually, well, we have a house list. my, my girlfriend and her daughter and my daughter and all, we have like a list, like things to do when, you know, quote unquote boredom strikes. Um, <laughs> and I had all these things like, Oh, learn this song on the guitar. And I suck at guitar. So I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, this will give me a chance. But honestly, like I get up, so early in the morning and I and I'm just like I get my coffee I eat my oatmeal and I'm like 
immersed in projects, whether it's at the house or at a job site or with the wheels. And um, I don't know. Every day is a hustle. Uh, and, you know, I being out in the world, like working on houses and stuff, like, um, I'm designated, like, grocery getter. And so I have to stop at the store and, you know, get the gear and the sanitize and all that. And so, um, honestly, like, there's not been a lot of downtime for me to, like, to find those new things. Um, jigsaw, we do a jigsaw puzzle, and that's, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done a couple of those. That's Yeah, nice. that's new for me. I just, like, when I finally get to sit down, I'm just like, oh, I'll just crack a beer and like, do some puzzles, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, it's a little start by uh, making yeah. some skateboard puzzles. We're gonna get a new market. Well, right, that's a good idea. <laughs> you're on to something here. Yeah, I've seen yeah, the coloring nice. books, so we gotta we gotta. Are you talking about puzzles. like photos? Are you talking about classic photos made into puzzles? Or what? I think so. Maybe like photos and graphics, but and you gotta oh, yeah, like graphics them out from those artists and companies. So there might not yeah. be too much money to be made. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it would be yeah. really cool, like, especially, like, imagine piecing together a puzzle of, like, a classic guns photo or something, and then you're, yeah. you know, yeah, and then you could glue it all together and hang it up and frame it, like, it could be, it could turn into some artwork, potentially, after that, too. It definitely has yeah, a lot of options. What's the guns photo in your mind right now? The uh, one of him mauling over, uh, is it Max Schaff on the motorcycle? Yeah, in, in, in puzzle four, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I first thought of. What about yeah. you? Nice. <laughs> um, maybe the Alcatraz front pivot. <laughs> yeah. That would be a <laughs> sick one, dude. That uh, yeah, Bryce Knight shot. I love that oh, photo. Yeah. Damn, somebody's gonna take yeah. our idea. Fuck, we shouldn't have. I know. It. Why did? We- Damn, I'll censor it. Yeah. I'll censor out the word puzzle so it just beeps. In the... <laughs> what are they talking about? Yeah. Uh, just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, our, uh, our, our robot yeah. man will help us out with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I, uh, it's, I, I'm so busy and like keeping up with life and, and trying to raise a teenager and be a good, you know, <laughs> partner to my lady and raise, you know, help raise her yeah. daughter and do all these things. I'm just like, uh, you know, I just surviving is, is, uh, is working up. So I wish I had more downtime, but <laughs> in a way, I'm glad I'm, in a way, I'm glad I'm busy because I, it, you know, it distracts me from the distraction of, you know, being in this global pandemic, which is yeah, insane, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, do where can people find Javaro online? And uh, are, do you guys have any videos or new graphics in the works we can look out for? Um, I wish I could say uh, new video dropping in 2020, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, that was the plan. I don't know if it's going to happen now, but um, definitely new products showing up soon uh, on the web store and 
in shops around. So check that out. And hopefully that Japan edit will show up somewhere. There's a little article in the upcoming low card that has our trip in oh, it with some cool. photos and, and some, some words. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's trying to stay, stay, uh, a part of the, the big puzzle here. Yeah. <laughs> one piece of the big, of the big puzzle. That's right. <laughs> and, and as far as finding here is, uh, com. Is that? That's it. Yes. The best place and just add Javaro Wheels on Instagram. Javaro Wheels on Instagram and, uh, send us some mail. We love, Real mail, snail mail. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you guys uh, are sending I'll, out stickers. Always be down. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm a big, big fan of quarantine mail right now. I've been sending out packages <laughs> and stickers to everyone I can get an address for. So, uh, Sick. uh yeah. So do that because that's it's the little things, you know. Keep us, keep us sane, and yeah, yeah. you inspired me to show the love. make uh, stickers for our podcast and send them out. I was like, oh, that's a good oh. idea. I'm going to do that. <laughs> does Does Daniel print your stickers? Oh, of course. He's my go-to. Awesome. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's the fastest, and he just hooks it up and kills it. Um, yeah, yeah, so hit up hit up Mike for some Javaro stickers, and they'll send them out to you. Uh, yeah. Ruben, any, any last, last question for Mike as we wrap it up here? Yeah. Just is there anyone that you'd like to shout out or? Anybody that you'd like to mention before we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, I'd like to mention, uh, my daughter, Maisie, class of 2020, Jefferson High School. Uh, uh she yeah. got robbed. She got robbed of a prom and, no. and saying a proper goodbye to her friends and a, and a graduation ceremony, but she's still keeping her head up and being positive and saying, fuck it, I'm going to college next year. And so she's going to go to U of O in oh, Eugene. Yeah. Nice. I'm super proud of, I'm super proud of her. I'm going to go visit her and skate the park down there. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm down. And Hit me up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, congrats and to like her. To give a, yeah, congrats. And, like to, and a shout out. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> um, and a shout out to all the people that helped me make Javaro what it is, um, including my girlfriend, Sarah Marcus, who uh, actually edited a little Super 8 thing that you can see on our website. And she, Sick. She's, she's the boss bitch in the, <laughs> in, in the equation. So, um, Rad. She, she, keeps, she keeps me grounded and, and loved, so... Oh yeah. Bless up to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruben, any last words for yourself? Uh, for myself? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, at this time, I don't know. I mean, I guess just like, <laughs> I guess just like to be thankful. I'm, I'm really hyped that we get to do this and it's good to meet you, Mike and check in. I mean, that's, this has been really great to just like keep us, I don't know. It gives me something to look forward to. I mean, I know I say that a lot, but it's just, it's nice. It's cool to get everybody's perspective on this and to see how they're handling the situation and 
And I'm really glad to hear that, you know, everything's been beneficial for you during this time and that you're staying busy. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's inspiring for everybody to just like check in on their friends, make sure, you know, you're there for them. And yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to get through this, man. It's, it's only a matter of time. So yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you guys. I, it's been fun to talk and, uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, important to stay connected however we can. So, uh, for sure. Keep pushing. Yeah. Thanks for, for doing this and thanks for letting us use your printing setup and, and yeah, I, anytime. I, Come check this <laughs> spot out, dude. Yeah. I, dude, I got yeah. so many ideas and, uh, and I still want to hopefully we'll do a video on, on you guys and, and, and whatnot, but, uh, I, I know you gotta wake up early. So thanks for staying up and talking to us and appreciate it, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, uh, thinking of me. So, uh, <laughs> good luck with the, with the mag and with the podcast. It looks, it looks to be going really well. Thank good you. job. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Mike. That's a wrap on another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag us at ShieldlessMag. Also, keep up with Javaro at JavaroWheels on Instagram and JavaroWheels.com. If you enjoy the song that's playing right now, it's by the band Sixes, and you can find a link to their music in the description. If you want to get your hands on some Quarantine Call stickers, just shoot us a DM with your address, and we'll get those sent out to you for free. We hope you're all staying safe and staying positive out there. See you next time.